Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Kathy Biro. She's an award-winning, best-selling author, integrative health and cancer coach, as well as a Weston Reiki master teacher. Kathy, welcome to our podcast. Thank you, Christopher. So nice to be here. So I love, love, love meeting people that are compassionate because again, if we had more people like you, Kathy, we just live in a better world because I love business, but I also love people that are compassionate in business because it just helps people be a better person. <laughs> right. So kudos to you. Let's just dive right in. This whole integrative health and, and Reiki, let's first explain to our guests in case they don't even know what Reiki is. What, what is Reiki and how come you decided to become a master teacher? Sure. Well, Reiki is, the word Reiki means universal energy. So universal energy means source energy. So whether you, uh, it doesn't really matter what religion you um, practice or if you practice no religion, it's, it comes from source. And in my world, it, that's God. <clears throat> and so what Reiki does is really reconnect us to the natural healer inside of us. So we were, we were born with this gift to be able to self-heal. And, and if somebody wants to say that's not true, I would merely point to falling off your bike as a kid, scraping up your knee, and then it heals. <laughs> you don't have to go to the doctor. You don't have to have stitches. We have this innate ability, but as you know, life and being human kind of um, weighs heavy on us as we grow up. We, we really forget about it. We stuff it down and um, kind of lose sight of our soul activity. And so Reiki activates that and reminds you that healing isn't just about the physical. It's really also about the emotional um, and the, um, well, it works with stress. I mean, it's basically a therapy. It was used in Japan, um, oh, you know, for decades and decades, hundreds of years. Um, it, the word Reiki was first um, appeared in text around, I think it was 26 BC. So it's been around a really long time. Um, and it, it wasn't until um, a, a gentleman by the name of Makao Sui in the late 1800s in Japan basically systematized it and said, I want everyone to know how to use this. So today there's a difference between Western Reiki and Jikadin Reiki, just not that Reiki's different because Reiki is the same no matter what, but the way it's taught. And in the original Reiki, which while I'm a Reiki master teacher in Western Reiki, I'm also certified in Jikadin Reiki. And the, the beauty of Jikadin Reiki is that we want everyone to know how to use this. It's not about making tons of money or becoming exclusive. It's, a, it's like a household, like a Band-Aid, right? Yeah. But with a more permanent uh, shift in your body. Yeah, and from my understanding, again, correct me if I'm wrong, like you have Reiki, it's Japanese, and Qigong is Chinese, and then you have Prana, which is Indian, but it's all like this Eastern thought about energy, because again, we have our physical bodies, but there's so much more internally, and as what you're referencing, right, there's so much that we can heal on the inside. So I'm curious, are there, so is that a fair assessment? Again, Reiki, Qigong, 
And Hannah, I'm not sure if you're familiar with so, I would say that Reiki is, is different from the other energy work and I can't, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not enough of a scholar to be able to mm -hmm. tell you exactly how. I'm more of an experiential learner. And so from the time I was diagnosed with um, stage four cancer in 2005, I've really kind of been on this um, path of trying to figure out um, what worked for me. And so I explored all these different energy uh, modalities that you're talking about. And it wasn't until I experienced Reiki that I really started uh, feeling a shift in my body. Wow. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe yeah, yeah, I'm biased, yeah. but I would say Reiki <laughs> has, has a different way of healing because it, it really goes to the soul. Um, yeah. I'm curious, is there anything that we can do that, can we learn Reiki on our own or, or I mean, just like basic things like for instance, like meditation, when I encourage yeah. people just first just start focusing on your breathing or, or your diaphragm. So in, in Reiki, is there any things that we can just do basically just get a little, little taste of it or? Yeah. So the funny thing about Reiki for me, right? So you don't need to actually be taught Reiki. <clears throat> um, I was not, and um, I was using it. I didn't know that's what I was using. It wasn't until I took a class that, you know, I was like, oh, <laughs> that's what that is. Um, so really anyone can do it. The way I started receiving Reiki was actually through meditation. So I was diagnosed in 2005 with stage four inflammatory breast cancer, which is at, at that time, it's, it's, uh, prognosis is a little better today, but at that time prognosis was not good. And I spent a lot of time on my couch and made a decision that I was gonna use that time in the best possible way, because I really couldn't do anything else from all the chemo and everything. And I just started meditating, doing pre uh, visualization work. And then as it turns out, Reiki was coming to me. Um, and I just wasn't getting you know, as sick as everyone else with the same diagnosis. Mm. Um, I also was learning about food as medicine at the time, but I'll, I can talk about that in a second. So a year later from that diagnosis, I was diagnosed again with a high grade tumor in my head and neck, wow. unrelated. And kind of like the crazy thing by that time, I had done enough work on myself that when I was got that diagnosis, two thoughts came in my mind. One was, um, bring it on, you know, I got oh, that. Wow. Really? <laughs> bring it on. And then the second thought I had was clearly I have not learned what I was supposed to learn. Um, so I have a lot more. Which work is to what? Do. Which is what? Well, ultimately, it was how to learn. One, it was to release all the chronic stress that I carried, right? Because chronic stress isn't something uh, it happens to you every day. It, it, well, it does, but it accumulates in your body over time. Yeah. And. It, as it accumulates in your body over time, whether it's, um, you know, you're embarrassed about something that happened so long ago, or you're still hurt about something that happened. Um, I mean, I, one example I could give is, you know, some of my clients don't even realize 
that they're carrying something so traumatic that happened in their life because they stuffed it down. Mm. And then they receive Reiki and suddenly it bubbles up to the surface and they're like, huh. And it's not like therapy because you don't talk through it. It's yeah. just like, oh my God, I'm here. Like, okay, <laughs> that's good. I'm done. And then I see their cancers uh, shrink. So, and their doctors see it too. So it's not, you know, not like crazy cancer lady, but it, um, <laughs> crazy, it really, amazing cancer survivor lady. It, you know, it's, it brought so much healing to me spiritually. And so one example from my own personal story would be, so my husband is Asperger's and my oldest daughter is also Asperger's. So that's autism spectrum disorder. Um, they're high functioning, but it, I didn't know that my husband was Asperger's for the first 20, I don't even know, 25 years <laughs> we were married. Wow. Um, maybe 20. I don't know. Probably like 25. Um, but I knew like our marriage was really difficult. And, uh, you know, I almost called it quits at 10 years because it's like, what is this? because it really came on in his 20s in a much stronger way than it was earlier when I had met him. And it, so it wasn't until my daughter was diagnosed and then her therapist said, would you like me to also diagnose your husband? Wow. <laughs> like, yes, that I learned, oh my gosh, I have to have compassion for them. And this was, this was after my diagnosis, you know, and while I was learning meditation, you know, using that every day, Reiki, it taught me to become more of an observer and not an absorber of what they were experiencing every day, right? So I could, I could have a little more control over my health and um, my feelings if I practice kindness and compassion because their world was challenging for them too. Yeah. So, I, you know, for me, Reiki, it kind of expanded my awareness. And my understanding that thoughts create feelings and feelings create action. So your thoughts have to live in a space of kindness and compassion in order to have a, a positive impact, not just on yourself, but on others. That's so powerful, Kathy. Really appreciate you sharing that with our guests today. How can our guests read your book and, and stay connect with you? Oh, well, it's on Amazon. It's called Eat, but some people get confused by that. It's it's EAT, meaning Evolve, Advocate, Transform, an Unconditional Decade in the Life of a Cancer Patient. Um, that's online. My website is also online, um, Kathy My Black Bureau. It's a long middle name, M-Y-D-L-A-C-H Bureau.com. Um, and uh, um, I mean, really, if you just Google my name, you'll find a bunch of stuff out there. Yeah. Kathy, thanks so much for being on our show. Have a great day. Oh, thank you, Christopher. You take care. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.